And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French art. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. You me over and I guess you thought I was all right. All right in the sort of a limited way for an all. Welcome, folks, to episode 315 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you from our beautiful Atlantic City Boardwalk Studios. Summer in full swing, July 4th behind us. Nick, let's get ready to roll. Give the Conference people what they want. Conference championship ahead of us. Conference championship ahead of us, folks, this week against FC Motown Saturday night. I don't know. By the time I actually upload this, I might not be in as cheerful a mood. We'll see. Well, hey, you know, hey, what are you going to do? House they, money. Defending national champions. We that's how are you, playing with you know, house money, exactly. folks. That's house a, that is money. a wonderful thing. If you are in Atlantic City and you are ever playing with house money, it's a positive. All right, so let's get right at it. I have a bunch of questions for you, Nick. This one cracked me up. I love things that make me laugh over, uh, I would say, what, cultural confusion. This would Okay, this would cultural fall. confusion. What toys were banned in Asia? Over confusion of the word morphine. What toys were banned in in China or Asia? Asia. In Multiple Asia. countries in Asia over confusion of the word morphine. Morphine? That seems like a toy that you would not want to play with. I don't... What could have morphine? Confusion over the word morphine. Oh, um... Hmm. It's not a board game. It's a toy. It's a toy. Okay. Hmm. What toy uses morphine? The toy does not use morphine. Let's be very specific. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. The word morphine. The word morphine. They were very, very worried about morphine, even though this toy doesn't say morphine. But it has a word that's utterly way too close. Morphine. More. More. The word more. And then fiend. Hmm. Well. What would I'm morphine, really up on what would, toys. What would morphine be without the our, E? Kind of. It's a little bit after our time, but I figured you might remember it. Uh, morphine? Morphine. Can you name any toy with morphin? Morphin. Morphin. 
Is it something that like morphs into another? Is that have you ever heard of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So yes, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were banned in Asia because they thought they were the Mighty Gosh, Morphine Power Rangers. I, that's brutal. Because I was thinking of Power Rangers, <laughs> but I couldn't. I couldn't come up with the Mighty Morphin. Yeah, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is exactly uh, what their name is. But morphine is one letter off. Damn, and, big uh, fail. Yeah, well, part. <laughs> yeah, they, they they change the mighty change in Power Rangers. You couldn't put that in there. Yeah, so they morph. <laughs> they morph. They morph. Yeah, they don't take morphine though. Jeez, I should have had that. That's, That's okay. disappointing. All right, well, let's get to this here. I got a lot on this topic for you. We'll start here. What is the most widely distributed product in the world? Now, I have a clue for the audience that I didn't give you there, but do you want to take a shot at it without the clue? The most widely distributed product in the world. I feel like I need more to go on to understand exactly what you're getting at here. Yeah, that's why I have Are we talking about, like, concrete? Because we talked about that. No, no, this is a product. This is like a trademarked brand product. Like a Q-tip? Okay, like a Q-tip. Something that every single person would need. Right, but Q-tip brand is not as distributed around the world as this because people just use their own cotton swabs. Sure, sure, sure. So this is the most widely distributed product in the world. What a great question. I'll give you the clue. Okay. Because I have a lot more on this topic for you anyway. What carbonated drink is the most widely distributed product in the world? Coke. Coke. Okay, so Coca-Cola is the... Coca-Cola. For an extra 10 points, name the only two countries in the world that you cannot legally get a Coke. There's only two countries in the world. North Korea. That's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So you're on the right track. What is the other... Just as totalitarian as North Korea. ...country that you cannot buy a Coke. Uh, who's just as bad as North Korea? I don't know. Ooh. It's not as much just as bad as North Korea. Think of a, a country that we just have a remote. ban as far as... Uh, Cuba? Yeah, there you go. Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> North Korea and Cuba are the only two countries you can't get a Coke. Now, this is just... I, I, this last thing about Coke, I don't think I'm going to ask it. I think you might know it. What does the yellow cap on a Coca-Cola signify? The yellow cap. Have you seen Coca-Cola sold with a yellow cap instead of a white cap on their bottles? Yes. You have, right? Is it real sugar versus uh, versus fructose? It, well, all right. So what it signifies is, and maybe you know this, kosher. Uh, yellow yeah, yeah. is the color and for kosher. And that's what it does. That's what it does. It's, and it yellow is, is kosher. They sell it during Passover. Without so fructose syrup. Without what fructose syrup. What makes it syrup, what makes it kosher is actually the, the fact that sugar. it's the real sugar yeah. and not high fructose. That's what, I wasn't going to ask that, but I figured maybe you would know that. Yeah, so, well done. That's fascinating. All right. Uh, so when you see the yellow uh, top on the Coke, that's the one you go for. Yes. They, it is. Buy it around Passover. That's the same reason why you get Hebrew National hot dogs. We don't put lips and ass and everything. Yeah, but don't Ballpark now have beef? Yeah. So you could, get, you could get the Ballpark all beef now. That's true. And you, it, it, this is what it comes down to. And this is a widely. As long as there's real meat still. Well, there's a, it's, a, it's widely, widely contested. What's better, the Hebrew National or the Ballpark? It comes down to this. Do you like your hot dog to have a snap in it? 
the Hebrew National has like that thicker casing, yeah, yeah. and it has so, sort like of a snap, snap yep. to it where the ballpark does, does not. Does not. Yeah, yeah, it's just like mushy. Just comes down to what what you prefer. All right, Nick, this is fascinating stuff here. What song by a cartoon band was nominated for the Song of the Year at the first ever Grammys? I know this. It's amazing. I think I know this. Okay. I think I know this. I think I know this. Is the band the Archies? It is not. Oh, uh, you're thinking Sugar Sugar. First yes. Grammys, long time. Okay. Let's see, what was the first? Let's find that out. That's what made me free. At first, I was like, boom, got it. But then I'm like, wait. 1958. All right. So, so I was off by 11 years. years. About 10, 10 Sugar years Sugar after. was 69. And that's as good a guess as you could get for cartoon band. <laughs> it just seemed like, boy, yeah, that like was Josie right there. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. And Archie's. The Gorillas. The Gorillas. All right. So I guess one more time. Let me see if okay, I can. Okay. So uh, what song by a cartoon band was nominated for Record of the Year at the first annual Grammy Awards? 1958 cartoon band. And the question is, what album? Yep, record of the year. A oh, record of the year. Okay. Um, I don't know. I got nothing. Okay, so can you think of uh, a very popular song sung by a trio, a cartoon trio that only comes around Christmas? Oh, only comes around Christmas. Mm-hmm. The Chipmunks. The Chipmunks. Yes. The Chipmunks uh, <laughs> Christmas Don't Be Late was nominated for Record of the Year at the first annual Grammy Awards. How about it? So when you complain about how bad music is now, just recognize. Well, we had a good stretch from like 1959 <laughs> until but, but 1979. One, <laughs> they had to work up. <laughs> uh, right. I didn't know the Chipmunks were around that. I mean, you know, in the 80s, we listened to that Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, holiday I, I still feel like that is just one of those songs that every year... Mariah Carey and the Chipmunks, like, me, I want a hula hoop. That's all that's in my head all the time. The thing that's scary is the Mariah Carey song goes to number one. Every, every year. Every, every year. That's how every bad. Every single year. That's how bad it is. There is plenty terrifying about Mariah Carey. Plenty. All right. All right uh, I'll give you a choice of, because uh, oh, I'm kind of loaded here. Okay. You want to go with... Uh, Science, business, or we'll call it um, architecture. Business. Uh, What was the first company to close a trading session with a market cap of over $3 trillion? I own it. Apple. You own it. Apple. You got it. I, I don't know if you know this, but several years ago, I sold all my Facebook stock. Uh, when I saw the meta announcement, okay, and swapped it all to Apple stock, that was a good good move. move. Very very good move. Yeah, Facebook is was underperforming for quite a while. I don't know if it is still or not, but I just don't like that guy. And no, his and direction I, of I think they going. got a little bump from this thread, but I don't know that that's gonna. We'll find out. Threads, threads. All right, Nick, Elon uh, just announced he's you... got a uh, AI thing coming. Fantastic. Let's uh, why don't you follow it up with a sports question, then I'll give you a sports one. All right. Let me see here. Just loaded, 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 loaded. All right. Let's go with this. Of the five basketball players taken in the top five of this year's NBA draft, how many combined seasons of college basketball did they play? 
One more time. Of the five players taken with the five picks in this year's one. first five. One. <laughs> one year. It's like the death of American basketball. It's all man. internationals. Brandon Miller played yeah, one, one season at Alabama, and yep. that is it. So Crazy. college basketball, man, I don't know what's Dang. going on, but it is. Done. It is. I uh, did enjoy the tournament this year. I, I thought love, it was a fun I love college basketball. It's my third favorite sport. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it is just <laughs> getting beaten down here. All right, Nick, I think this is a good one. We've never discussed it before. I'm not sure you're going to get it because i I got to be honest. I didn't know it. Uh, who has the record for the most home runs in Major League Baseball postseason history? So cumulative. Mm-hmm. The most home runs cumulatively in Major League Baseball history. Right, in the postseason. In the postseason. All right. Care to guess the number? Uh, is it Bernie Williams? He's on the top five. He's in the top five. Oh, darn it. Man, i got to get one here. So, I, I think he might have. Ha- I, I, I want to say 58. Oh, not even close. Okay. 29. 29. Okay. Williams had 22. Okay. But he's, he's right. definitely on the list. Uh, so, I already didn't get it, but was it? Um, it's got to be somebody recent because they play so many more. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think it was from our, like, absolute just – we we were very into baseball, you and I at this point in time. So the guy's been out of the league for a while, but but he was definitely, you know, post us knowing each other and whatever mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. So we lived through most of this, right? We lived through all of it, but I'm saying we we were paying attention to most of it. Yeah, like I don't think it's Bonds. Nah, not Bonds. And and one of the keys with this guy is he had two different runs. He had one run with one team and then a second run with another Manny team. Manny Ramirez? You got it. Manny Ramirez. Yep, yeah. 29. He's got Makes sense. Because he had the Indians run Yep. during the Oh, as soon as you was, said the two runs, yeah, it was then, like jumping the out. Sox. And then the Red, it jumped right out at me. Oh, but man I'm not sure if I would have gotten there without that clue. Maybe one of the greatest characters. I wonder if time. Bernie Williams ever had that record. Because for some reason, that Maybe? was the first... That was the first uh, name that came to mind as if, like, I remember him setting that record. Yeah, I, I know he's right up there. He's in the top five. So, but, uh, yeah, those Yankee teams were in tons of postseason games. All right, uh, what do you got in sports? Then we'll move on to geography history. You know who has the most World Series home runs, right? No. Um. Mickey Mantle. Oh, okay. Which is at 18. So that's why I came up with that very high number, thinking if that yeah, was only well, in World, World Series. Series than in postseason that, in yeah, general. Yeah, thinking of all the different series. series. Yeah, yeah. multiple years. That's yeah. where I came up with that number. Yeah, that's excellent. Interesting. Altuve is at number two with 23. Bernie Williams is three at 22. I'm telling you, Bernie Williams had that record. Yeah, because if you, if you look at it now and you see that Altuve's two at 23, Jeter has 20. He's, he's fourth all time. Yeah, Altuve, I know, is on the list. I actually got the question because I was playing uh, the show, and they mentioned Altuve's stat. He's only he, he, oh, is that yeah. where you? Okay, he's he's number two all time. Yep, said only to Manny Ramirez in postseason home runs. I was like, ooh, really? Let's go look that up. All right, what you got in sports? Uh, let's see. Can you? Uh, all right, this is. This is tough, but it's interesting enough to have it on the pod. What is the only college to have a 
uh, player picked number one in Major League Baseball, the WNBA, NBA, and NFL? LSU. You got it. Because it just happened. It just happened with the yeah, baseball. The, the, the uh, kid that the Pirates took was yeah. the, was the <laughs> LSU pitcher. Yep. All right. That's well done. Excellent. Uh, and so, they also have the number one influencer in college athletics who's on their gym team, gymnastics. Really? Yeah, the highest paid influencer in college athletics is this girl, Livy Dunn, who is... Uh, Let me guess, she's unattractive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a dog. Livy Dunn yeah, is the number one influencer. Yeah, you can't... Yeah, she's got, like, the highest social media... Ah, her. there we go. Made, like, two and a half million dollars in NIL money last year. And she just got a new fan. The trivia <laughs> podcast. <laughs> she just got a new follower. Yeah, but she's uh, she's like a like an Olympic level. Gymnast. True or false? She has more pictures in a bikini than in a she was gym in, she was in the suit. Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition this year. There That's how go. famous she got. Yeah, and she was at the ESPY Awards the other night. I did not watch the ESPY Awards. Do you yeah. watch that? I, um, I do not. They have had time no host. That they're doing what the Academy Award was doing. No host this year or something because of the writer strike. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if we meet her, we could get called uh, New York by her friends too. <laughs> for those of you who don't remember the story, Nick and I once told we we were referred to just by New York from people from Louisiana because they met us and so other. And from when New I Jersey, corrected them and said no, we're actually from New, New Jersey, Jersey, he said that's what I said. That's what I said. New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay, loud and clear. I got you, sir. You and your emaciated buffalo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nick, my sports question. Oh, I gave you one. So uh, come back at me with uh, sports. Or are we done with that? I just gave you the LSU one. Okay. So I already asked you. That's all right. Let's move on to geography history. All right. Uh, fire away. You can do the first one there. Play a little game here. Okay. I like games. It's been a while since we played this one. I like games. We call it Alive or Dead. Alive or Dead. Alive or Dead's favorite games. My dog, Piper. Alive. Really? Yeah, sure. <laughs> How? I don't know. The, the, but the, the days are... At this point, I'm just looking at her, and I'm like, do you want like, to keep going? Do you want to like, I, I feel like the doctor told me as long as she can eat and poop, she can stay alive. And that's like, what they that's, told me with Rosie. Right, they, said, so. they said, I wouldn't starve her. So like, if it's been too many days that she's eaten, it's time. Like That's what the doctor told me. And then when she didn't eat for... A, day. a couple of days. Yeah, my then. dog seems to go for that food every single time. So there you go. I'm I'm, I'm keeping hold to that. Anyway, moving on. We'll just get uh, elaborate that. Yeah, I know. Uh, Henry Kissinger. I think he died. Is that son of a bitch still alive? I think he died. I'm gonna say he died. I'm gonna say he dead. Just celebrated his 100th birthday. <laughs> that guy is a lizard person. For sure. He, he won the Nobel Peace Prize 50 years ago. And Still. one of the least peaceful human, like, literally one of the orchestrators of global <laughs> destruction and terror that has ever been alive. You just hope he's not powerful at 100 anymore, but that's crazy. Henry Kissinger's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, that is nuts. I thought we, sell, I thought we already talked about him dying years ago. In the ago. 80s. Right? Well, probably when Nixon died. Everybody, because they associate those two together. Sure? They were... Yeah. Henry Kissinger. All right. Uh, speaking of dead people, Nick, uh, in 1993, who was the leader of the Branch Davidians in Waco, Texas? All right. Another anniversary I got this. in our nation's history. I actually history. just watched this, uh, maybe it was a year or two ago. Did you watch the Waco uh, TV series? No. Waco? Oh, it's fantastic. Not sure if it was on Netflix or, um, but uh, Koresh. 
David David Koresh. Koresh. Yep, that is that is a hell of a story. I do remember watching the like the TV miniseries about it. Yeah, that's a well, well no, it was a it was a reenactment. Yeah. That they did. I think it was on Netflix. Back in the day, it was a long time oh, ago. Oh, this was no, nah, this was like during COVID. No, nah, this was a long time ago. When uh, I when I was a kid or a teenager, they did like a documentary or it wasn't a documentary, it was a mini series. Uh, on the on and they had an actor who looked exactly like him, and I just remember all the stuff, dude. He used to sleep with the wives of everyone oh, in yeah. his church. Like, well, that's like a go-to though for those guys. Oh yeah, right. Like, isn't that the? I'm, I'm uh, the prophet. Give me your wife. I'm the prophet. Oh, this was a two two thousand eighteen. Okay, so maybe it came out. Like maybe I watched it during COVID. Yeah, I just remember that documentary really kind of haunting me. Uh, see, I I felt like when I watched this, it really bothered me. Like the, I was more like anti the way that the government handles things as opposed to yeah. really being like. I mean, these people were not dangerous. The fact that they went in and killed them and all like this this was not with the tear gas and the light. It was not necessary. No, twenty two kids. It's completely yeah, completely unnecessary. Um, but you could see how like. Like the FBI was fighting with the ATF and not exchanging information and all that kind of crap, and it really was it was not a great. But oh, I was on Showtime. There we go. I gotcha. You got another uh, geography history? We'll move on to entertainment. Yeah, ten points each. Which which two countries border uh, more other countries than any other in the world? Ten points each. The two countries with the most international borders: Russia and China. You got it. Twenty points makes sense because oh, you're just, having a good day here. They border everything. I mean, Russia. They each border fourteen countries. <laughs> right. It's like, but you think with their border, it would be less borders, but they're just not when you go look at Asia. <laughs> like a lot of everything touches China. Yeah, so or it, Russia. It was all how far away can we, can we get, get from, from China? China? <laughs> China <laughs> so we can form our own country. <laughs> That's literally what that's it was. Literally, that's, what that's happened? Exactly what happened. <laughs> um, all right, Nick. Let's do some entertainment. Nick, uh, sort of a geography uh, entertainment question. A little bridge, a little bridge action. Uh-huh. Who will play Napoleon in the self-titled Ridley Scott movie coming up called Napoleon? First of all, if there's one guy that I will go see make a movie about Napoleon, oh yeah, it's Ridley great, Scott. Sure. Yeah, yeah good. this is. Great, I saw the preview. I'm like, this looks epic. It starts with like. Uh, the French Revolution. Yeah, we need a good Napoleon yeah. story. Yeah, this yeah, and, and the casting is like, oh my god! All right, just nailed it. All right, but who could pull off the role of Napoleon? Hmm. I'm gonna have Nick play casting director. I just have I got nothing on this. Like nothing. Didn't even know this movie was coming out. Uh, what actor? Danny DeVito's too old. <laughs> I love it. Um, hmm. Who would you cast to play Napoleon if you if you took all the great actors out there and and you know you kind of look physically and you just try to make it all happen? Um, I'd like to I'd like to hear maybe the guy that plays Ken in the Barbie movie. Just kidding. Uh, is Daniel Radcliffe available? That'd be good. That'd be an interesting choice. That'd be an interesting choice. I was thinking either him or the guy that played Stephen Hawking's, and I can't remember his name. Young. This guy's older. Been around for a while. Older? Yeah. See, I'm thinking that it would be a younger. But, like, considered an actor's actor. Like, he's. Oh. Pig virus? 
Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Like, oh, you see, that'd be That's a good one. That's the guy. That'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. He could do Napoleon. I mean, if you're going that age, I was thinking somebody God, younger. This guy looks even more like Napoleon than Pig Virus would. Really? Yeah. Like, he did one of the best acting jobs in a movie. Gary Oldman. That's another guy. Oh, I man, he's killing me. All right. So, so I think he won an Oscar recently, and it was like one of the, or he was nominated for sure, and it was the only time an Oscar nomination for a superhero movie. Oh, well, I mean, Joker has won the, so Joaquin? Joaquin Phoenix. Wow. Does he not look like Napoleon to you? There you go. I mean, just the last guy I would have thought of, though, because of, he doesn't seem, seems taller to me. Yeah. Isn't Napoleon kind of got to be short? I mean, it's kind of part of his thing, right? Like yeah, but, but like you could you make him look short, but he's just got a... Oh, yeah, he's got a good... He's, got, he's a great actor. He's got, and he's also got a grimace. He's got a, yeah. he's got a face that fits that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I will, I will, I will, I will definitely go Napoleon see Napoleon is a tremendous story, and I think he's somebody that people have a misunderstanding of. They think of him in the same way as like a Hitler. Yeah, or they, like, do. they do. He's not. I know. He, he was never like that at all. Not for his people, that's no, for sure. definitely not. But uh, just the way he saw the world. And, like, I'm most fascinated by his time in Egypt. Like, he basically created Egyptology. He Didn't was, he shoot the nose off the Sphinx? That's such <laughs> bullshit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, was, there was literally pictures of the Sphinx drawn from Herodotus, from ancient Greece, that show the nose gone. It was already gone. It was gone for 1,500 years by that point, dude. That thing is 5,000 years old. It was eroded from uh, sand. Mm-hmm. So at multiple points in history, the Sphinx was buried up to its head in sand. So, no, he did not show the Sphinx. <laughs> he brought a hundred of the finest hey man, I saw it on, scholars. I, I, yeah. I read it on the internet. It must be true. Yeah, well, it's the, the English were trying to... You know, to have an anti spread, yeah, French. things about him. So, all right, uh, what you got for me in entertainment? All right, I only got one more for you. What is the world's longest running syndicated game show? What is the world's longest running syndicated game Ooh. show? Okay, so is it either Jeopardy, Prices Right, or Wheel of Fortune? It is one of those three. I'm gonna say Jeopardy. I think Jeopardy's all Wheel of Fortune. Damn it! I know they were so close to each other. Bill uh, Fortune getting a new host. Oh, Pat Sajak and uh, and uh, Vanna White retiring? Pat Sajak is retiring. I'm not sure about Vanna White. I would imagine a new regime comes in. I feel, feel like the timing is there. but yeah. I, uh, so, I give them credit because... So this could turn into another... Who they is, let her stick around the whole damn time. I mean... Well, I do give them credit, but you've got to give her credit because she kept it together the whole... Yeah, like, she looks, still looks she's good. She's got to be in her mid-70s, right? That's what I'm saying. It's amazing. Yeah, and she like, still No one has good. that type of... And she doesn't have that, like, lizard face, face or whatever. Where it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. She doesn't look like a housewife yeah. of uh, somewhere. Uh, so you don't know who the new host is going to be? No idea. All right. Let's see if I can get you there with one clue. Uh, who is the obvious choice? Drew Carey? No, he's already doing prices. That's right. right. No, that's it. The obvious choice for wheel. Of Who gets every job in broadcasting? Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest oh, is your new host of Wheel of Fortune. No. <laughs> so I don't have to watch that ever again. I never watched it to begin. with. I never with, watched so it, but if there was any reason to turn in, it was for Pat Sajak. If there was any reason to tune into that show, yeah, I just don't like watching Hangman. Oh, but God, you know, Ugh. but now Seacrest Ugh. grabbed it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's funny. You didn't have to get me. That was not hard to get me there. Who gets every job? Oh. Well, I know they're not making Nick Cannon the host of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> no. So, 
All right, Nick, created by Robert Smigel, what puppet is notorious for his comedic style of insult comedy? Uh, one more time. Created by Robert Smigel, what puppet is notorious? Insult the, insult the comic dog? Insult the... <laughs> insult. It's something, the insult comic dog. Okay. <laughs> for me to poop on... There's something before insult yes. the comic dog. That's his so name. it's insult the comic dog. So, but there's no, something. it's blank the right. insult comic dog. Oh, God. I'm having a rough day. <laughs> Tell us the middle of summer here. It's all good, dude. Oh, uh, man. Uh, you know, exactly first letter. What I'm talking. T. Triumph. Triumph. The insult Damn. comic dog. I love me some Triumph. You know what show he started off on? Was it a Comedy Central show? Mm mm. No, I don't. Conan O'Brien. It was a reoccurring oh, skit on the Conan O'Brien show. Robert Smigel was a Saturday Night Live writer with Conan. So okay. he would come up and do that. There's there's, there's your triumph, the insult comic dog for you with the cigar. All right. Fire away. Last one of the quiz, and then we'll uh, call it a day. Two for 10, all three for 20. The Emmy nominations were announced, and HBO dominated. So... I'll tell you right now, the show with the fourth most nominations was Ted Lasso. Okay. The top three were all HBO shows. Two for 10, all three for 20, if you can name the three HBO shows that led the way in Emmy nominations. Succession. Number one with 27 no nominations. That's, and it finished, and they're not doing any more. So right. Like, that was it. Oh, that's the, yeah, that's their, this is their big year, right? Euphoria? Not on there. Is that there. still on there? No. I, I can't name a second show. Oh. Did the Game of Thrones? Nope. Uh, no. What's another HBO show? I can't name another one. I honestly can't name another show. Well, I call uh, your old backup quarterback this. Oh, uh, White Lotus. That's, White Lotus. That's what I should have gotten. 23. Gotten that was number three. And then with 24, his first season this year. I don't know if you watched this or not. Mm. I told you to. What? The Last of Us. No. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I, it's great. I, uh, I love everybody in it. I love the yep. actors in it. Yep. I like the, the He was my favorite guy in Graham, oh, Game Pop- of Thrones. Oh, he was the best. He was the, the, the uh, from Dorne. Yeah, the, the Prince Viper. of Dorne. The Viper. Yeah, Prince of Dorne. That was, that was just a great thing. All right, folks, well, check it out. The uh, Emmy-nominated HBO. The things. Viper of Dorne. What did they call him? What was he? The Viper? Was he the, the Viper? The Red Viper. The Red Viper? Okay. Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Great character. All right, that is it for episode 315 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. We'll see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Make me your radio and turn me up when you feel low. This melody was meant for you. Sing along to my stereo. class heroes, baby. If I was just another dusty record on the shelf Would you blow me off and play me like everybody else? If I asked you to scratch my back, could you manage that? Like if we had chicken travy, I can handle that Furthermore, I apologize for any skipping tracks This is the last girl that played me left a couple cracks I used to, used to, used to, used to, now I'm over that Cause holding grudges over love is ancient artifacts If I could only find a note to make you understand I'd sing it softly in your ear and grab you by the hands Keep me stuck inside your head like your favorite tune And know my heart Hearts are stereo, the only place for you. <laughs> My heart's a stereo, it beats for you, so listen close.